welcome to the Service Industry Podcast. Here, you'll learn ways to grow and scale your business, marketing strategies, and a step-by-step plan from people who have done what you're trying to do. You deserve success and freedom of your time. Now, here's your host, Matt Smith. What's going on, guys? Matt here from the Service Industry Podcast. I hope you're doing well. Hey, today we're talking about uh, basically how to stay alive and not just stay alive, but how to thrive in a recession. And I don't think a recession is coming, at least not one like 2008, but you do see ebbs and flows, right? Uh, in the economy, in the market. And I think it's ignorant not to at least be thinking ahead because it just, history shows that, that the economy ebbs and flows constantly, right? And right now, we are in one of the biggest upsides that we've seen consistently uh, in a while. And so, you know, a lot of people are predicting that the market's going to go down a bit, uh, not crash, but go down. And I think it's important that you think about this inside your business, right? And so today, uh, I'm just going to go through this a little bit, and uh, hopefully this helps some of you guys out, because I'm going to teach you what I believe will help you stay safe. God forbid the economy did crash or if it goes down. Uh, Before we go into this, we are actually recording this on video for the first time, so you can check it out on YouTube. Um, But I do want to give a shout out to Antonio A&M Painting. Um, He left us a review on iTunes. And so, dude, I want to say thank you so much. You guys know that we do the show for free. And the only thing that we ask in return is that you would leave us a review wherever you listen to your podcast. Um, He left it on iTunes, and that's awesome. It means the world to us. So, Let's dive in, you know. Um, you know, like I said, 2008 was horrible. For those of you old enough to remember, um, you know, there's some of you guys that were are older now probably uh, remember what it was like in business to go through that. And if you're not old enough, then you're lucky. However, I think it is important that you study that because, uh, you know, at some point that could definitely happen again. And right now we're seeing things like the real estate market slow down. Uh, We're seeing things like interest rates rising, seeing things like mutual funds uh, are down right now. And this is a sign that the economy might be slowing down a little bit, right? Again, not a crash, but slowing down. When interest rates go up, less people buy houses or they can afford less, right? Because it makes their payment higher. Uh, And and in return, when, when interest rates go up, the real estate market slows down. For example, in my town here, Uh, If I would have listed my house this spring, I probably could have got, um, you know, roughly 15 to 20,000 more for it than I could right now. It's not because we're in a crash. It's just because the market has slowed down because of all these things. And so how do you thrive in a down economy? Like, what does that look like? Uh, Basically, what that looks like is this. You know, there's always been the age old debate owner operator or multi-truck operation. And if you guys have followed my content long enough, you know where I stand with that. I I just believe that having a multi-truck operation is the way to go. And this is one of the main reasons, okay, for safety. And we're gonna dive into this a little bit, okay? So in order to thrive in a down economy, you have to have as many customers as possible. Okay, so what does that mean? Well, when you have a customer base with, let's say, 200 people, right, and maybe half of them are commercial, that's what you specialize in is commercial work. Well, that's okay, but the problem is, is I have seen way too many people when the economy crashed that were 
all in in one market, right? They were landscapers and all they did was commercial work or, um, you know, they were window cleaners and all they did was high rise stuff. Well, guess what happened when the market crashed and a lot of that stuff uh, folded? A lot of those big companies had to make huge cuts, right? Some of them even closed down. And guess what gets cut first typically? The window cleaner guy, the guy that pressure cleans, right? The stuff that is nice to have, but is not a necessity. And so you have to have as many customers as possible. And I say that you have to have a, a diverse customer base. So what does that mean? I think it's important to have customers of all sorts. You need to have a lot of residential customers. You need to have a lot of commercial customers. You need to have a bunch of people in your residential customer base that have a ton of money, right? It's okay to go after middle class and, and lower income homes if they use you, but you have to have a diverse customer base. It's almost like a, a financial portfolio. You wanna have your portfolio diverse. That way when markets ebb and flow, you're safe and you're stable, right? And it's very, very important. This is also another reason why it's so important to go after high-end residential because the big biggest misconception is that during a recession, nobody has money, but it's not true. There's a lot of people that have money, but it's always the rich people, right? And so during a recession, the rich people get richer because they have money to invest. Now, they don't stop spending money on the things they would have normally spent money on. And so that's why it's so important to have a high-end residential client base, because when times go bad, those people will be the people that save you and get you through the tough times, okay? The other thing that's super important is you have to have recurring services. If you're a company and all your services are one and done or you service them and, and you don't see them for another three to five years, if the economy goes down, this is gonna be hard for you. Why? Because you need that recurring client base because first off, it's gonna be a lot harder to acquire a customer when the economy's down, right? So if you think you're having a hard time finding customers now, Wait until the economy goes downward because literally, you know, 80% of the people won't be buying it, won't be buying anything because they don't have the money for it. And so that's why it's so important to build a customer base that you're servicing at least once a year, but hopefully multiple times a year. Okay. Because if that customer or if that economy does go down, at least you have that customer base to fall back on and you know that you're going to have those repeat clients multiple times a year, which means you're not going to have to find as many new customers to stay alive. You have to have a system in place, period, to retain customers. I think we all fall into this trap that basically, we all fall in this trap that basically all of our client base is going to remember who we are, okay? Because we're so awesome. We did such a good job. But the reality is it's just not true. Like, that's not how it works. I mean, you could service someone for three years straight and the next year there's a good chance they're not gonna remember what your business name is. And so it is your job to have some type of system in place to be following up with your clients at least three times a year, okay? You guys know that my company, we follow up in the spring, midsummer, and in the fall. We do it over and over and over and we do it with a phone call. Uh, we also send out emails to our, our entire customer base and all of that. So it's extremely important that you guys have some type of system in place because if you don't, when the market goes down, you don't have anything to fall back on. Like half these people don't know who you are. They're not just going to call you out of the blue. It is your job to remind the customer, right? That you, that you have services they need and it's your job to keep track. This is why it's so important. Like it blows my mind that companies don't have CRMs and I just don't understand how they operate without them. Like how in the world do you know that it's time for your customer to be serviced again? 
you can't just remember that stuff. You can't write it down in a, in a pad of paper and you can't, you can't really even do it, you know, using Google docs or anything like that. Like you have to have a CRM in place. That way it, it sends you a reminder to reach out to your client. Hey, Mrs. Jones, it's time to get your carpet clean again. Okay. Easy as that. So you have to have a system in place to always be reminding your customers that you exist. Here's one that's very challenging for most people. You've got to get in the mindset, okay? Remember earlier when I said there's a big misconception, misconceptions that everybody is broken in economy, but it's not true. The rich people get richer. And I'm gonna tell you why. Because when an economy goes down, everybody gets fearful and they retract and they pull in and they get scared, right? And so they hold on to their money really, really tight. But what do the rich people do? They spend money. They buy real estate because they recognize that, hey, this is at an all-time low and this is not going to last forever, right? And so they buy real estate and then they hang on to it. And when the economy comes back, they sell it and boom, they have all this money that they gain from a down economy. You have to think about your business the exact same way. When an economy goes down, all of your competitors probably, mostly, are going to retract. They're going to say, crap, we're not doing as much work. We got to stop marketing, right? And you need to do the complete opposite. And this is hard, but you need to double up on your marketing because guess what will happen? If you're the only company in town for the next two years during a down economy that is pushing hard, pushing hard, pushing hard, almost acting like the economy isn't even a thing, you just keep pushing, 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 guess what's going to happen when the economy starts to go? You're going to own all that market share because all your competitors backed out. So those are some tips. This is a short podcast, but those are some tips I want to share with you guys because you have to start thinking this way. Like the more customers you have, the safer your business is. If you're an owner operator, there's just no getting around it. Like you can't service as many people. So you'll never have the size customer base a business like mine will. And God forbid we lose, you know, 60% of our customers because they don't have the money. Well, guess what? We still have 40% of those customers, which is probably five times the size of any owner operator. So when that owner operator's customer list gets cut by 60%, they're starving or most likely going out of business. So you gotta have a huge customer list. And the only way to do that is to have multiple trucks and grow your business as big as possible. You've gotta have systems in place and you're following up your customers all the time. And when the economy goes down, you have got to be marketing even harder than you were before because you need to get in the mindset that, hey, this is my opportunity to take over market share, right? Although my ROI might not be as good, I'm thinking long-term because I know that at the end of the day, when the economy starts to come back up, it's all going to be worth it and I'm gonna be the big business in town because everybody else was too scared. So I hope that you know just gives you guys some, some things that are gonna be firing off in your head now that, you're going to start to think like, wow, like this is another reason it's important for me to build a big business. Okay. So do me a favor, guys. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode or, you know, you listen to all the episodes and you haven't done it yet, leave us a review wherever you listen to this. It means the world. And what it does is it helps us uh, grow the podcast because people find our podcast. They go, they look at all the reviews. They see that you guys are service company, business owners, and that it would be a good fit for them. So it helps us organically grow the podcast and we do it for free. And this is the only thing we ask for in return. So if you could do that, that would be awesome. Second, this episode right now is gonna be going on YouTube in video form. And I encourage you guys to go watch it on there as well. That would mean the world. And do me a favor, if you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, 
please do. It is called Service Industry Coach. If you go look it up, we've got, geez, probably close to 200 videos on there, uh, all content helping you grow your home service business. And I think you'll find a lot of valuable content that will help you. Also check out our Instagram, uh, our company's Instagram, Service Industry Marketer. You can go see a lot of the print marketing projects we're doing on there, um, how we're helping companies with Google AdWords and Facebook ad management. Um, and obviously Facebook, we're on Facebook as well, and we'll be putting this episode on there too. Um, and last but not least, don't forget that if you guys need any help with print marketing, Google AdWord management or Facebook ad management, my company, Service Industry Marketer, can help you with that. And uh, our prices are actually going up come January 1st for Google AdWord management and Facebook ad management. So um, they're almost doubling. And so basically what we've done is anybody signing up now before January 1st will be grandfathered in at the old pricing. We're just getting way too busy um, and it's just time. So just as you guys raise prices in your home service company, uh, you know, as time goes on, we're doing so in the marketing business as well. So I hope you guys are doing awesome. Uh, for those of you seasonal guys out there that are, you know, slowing down or almost done for the winter, this is a perfect opportunity for you to dive into your company, start developing systems, writing them down on paper, and really coming up with a plan for 2019. It's a great time for you guys to be planning out your revenue goals and how you're gonna get there. It's a great time to start recruiting for employees, right? Um, and if you guys are year round, man, you gotta take time to plan for 2019. I was talking about this the other day. We talk to guys that own companies every single day and it never fails, like ever. They set a goal, like yesterday. One guy set a goal for 350,000, he hit 355. Like, it's just, it's always like within $5,000. And I guarantee if he didn't have a goal set, he wouldn't have come anywhere near that. But because he had a vision, he had a goal laid out in front of him, written down, he knew what he had to do every single month, he got there. And so for you guys that aren't setting goals, like you got to set goals and you got to lay them out month by month. Maybe we'll even do an episode on goal setting and how we do, do it inside my company. Um, I think that would be valuable. So we love you guys. If you have any questions, you need any help in the show notes below, you will see our website and email. You can reach us, reach out to us on there and uh, we'll always help you guys. So we'll talk to you soon. I love you. See ya. This episode of the Service Industry Podcast has ended, but be sure to check out our other episodes. Please subscribe to the podcast if it has brought you any value. And as always, don't forget to rate and review the show. Does your home service business need help getting new customers? Matt's company, Service Industry Marketer, can help. Service Industry Marketer specializes in print marketing, Google AdWords management, and Facebook ad management. Visit serviceindustrymarketer.com for more information. See you in the next episode.